Okay, welcome to another uh, Roundup podcast for Alia Graphic Novels and Comics. Uh, I'm James, and I'm joined with by Marissa this month. And we'd like to start by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional custodians of the land where we both live and are recording this. Uh, we pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all First Nations people across the land. Sovereignty was never ceded. Uh, so first up, um, I'm a librarian at the Melbourne Athenaeum Library. Um, I um, do work with the with the comics there um, and the graphic novel collection. And I'm also a teacher of the Library and Information Services course at Swinburne University of Technology and uh, have really put a lot of work into embedding uh, comics and graphic novels into and how they relate to libraries into the um, coursework there as much as I can. Um, and I'm the secretary for Alia Graphic. And I'm Marissa. I am a recent graduate-ish of the RMIT uh, Master of Information Management library degree program thing. I am not currently teaching or working as a librarian, but I am helping out with uh, library and teacher librarianship courses at CSU with their online coursework. And I am the treasurer. Okay, cool. So um, that's our credentials out of the way. Uh, so um, we'll start off with what we've been reading this month. Um, and I wasn't expecting to be able to talk about anything because most of my reading has been for the um, CAAAs, the Comics Arts Awards of Australia. I even said it in the right order this time. Um, but I did manage to get some other comics reading in, and I looked at um, Comey Can't Communicate, which is a manga that I've uh, only just got around to. It's um, Viz Media is uh, doing the um, English translation, and it's um, really interesting about a, uh, a high school girl who... Um, has very bad um, social anxiety, social phobia, um, and to the extent where she has a lot of trouble actually speaking to other people. Um, and as she tries to navigate um, high school life um, with this, and um, as with many mangas, um, I think it's Shonen Sunday, this one, um, originally, as with many mangas like that, um, host of... Uh, deliciously quirky and um wonderful characters um and yeah and there's an anime for it that has a translation on netflix as well oh, so nice. yeah really interesting really interesting series i think it's up to 18 now um in the in the manga 18 volumes that's a lot <laughs> it is and it's still going still going it's it's a lot for our minds, but like compared to mangas like uh, One Piece and that, okay, it's that's tiny. true. It's only two digits, <laughs> yeah, and it's not anywhere near as many as Bokuaka or Haikyuu yeah. or <laughs> True. 
but hopefully it'll um I'm really enjoying it and hopefully it'll it'll do well enough yes. that it gets to that that level well, she was supposed to be making lots of friends, right? So yeah. that's lots yeah. of opportunities. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I have a couple I've uh, read in the past few weeks. Stars in Their Eyes, which is actually a graphic novel and not manga, which is kind of different for me. <laughs> um, and it's a really good read. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else the author and illustrator team come out with later. I think we have the creator chat with uh, the creators for this book last that, month. Yeah, that came out, I think, I think it was the start of this month, the week before Easter, actually. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so with um, Jessica Walton and Ashka. Yes. Um, yeah, so I did that one. It was fun. Nice. Um, yeah, really, really good chat. Cool. And it was a really good book. Yeah. And I also had that kind of op shop treasure discovery moment when I was in my local library a few days ago. I saw the volume one of the series Kiss of the Rose Princess, which is from oh, I don't know, 2009 maybe is when they started releasing the English translations. And it is so amusingly, adorably campy that I started partway through it and then had to go find someone at the circulation desk and see if they can order in more of the volumes for it because there was only book one in the library catalog. <laughs> Not good enough. <laughs> nope. nope. Oh, and speaking of things where there's only a volume or two, I also discovered a novel based on a graphic novel that had been placed on the graphic novel shelf, even though it was not a graphic novel, Harumph, but it did help me fall down the rabbit hole and make some other requests. So now I can read a novel based on a graphic novel that's about fencing, which is exciting because I don't think I've seen any graphic novel or manga or anything that's about that sport. Mm. And so, and both versions are just called fence. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the novel novels have subtitles. I think the, or I subheadings think the or whatever. Issues. The first one is called Striking Distance and the second one is Disarmed. But I think the graphic <laughs> novels just use the usual volume one, volume yeah. two. Yeah. I think the once I went to original graphic novels rather than um, single issues, I think they went to um, having the each of the graphic novels had a subtitle as well. But I but don't quote me on that. He says being recorded. Um, <laughs> um, I think so, but I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, so Fence graphic novels are um, Boom Studios and the, and the, the original novel adaptations, yeah, the novel adaptations are from Little and Brown Young Readers. Yeah, Little Brown Young Readers in print sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, but so that's an, that's an interesting one. It's... Um, 
always important to check that you're cataloging something into the right place. It's not that the cataloging was bad. It just got misshelved, uh, okay. possibly so was, by so it was someone cataloged that... as as not being a graphic novel, but someone recognised that this is a graphic novel and shelved it with them, even though this is not the graphic novel version. Yes, that something to something to watch out for in in all our libraries that we're that we're getting yep. that right. Um, and yep. I think that has an Australian creator too, Fence. Um, but it's an American series, but yeah, Australian creator. Okay, that's cool. Which is fantastic. Yep, and fingers crossed, there will be a third volume of the original novel series sometime this year, since it looks like the first one came out in 2020 and the second one came out in 2021. Yeah, and once again, it's been quite a busy month for news. Um, but not just on, in what we're what we're reading, but but generally, um, did you want to get us started off with this, Marissa? Um, sure. So one that I noticed that was kind of cool is that there are some graphic novel series that are based on video game characters, like uh, Dragon Quest which as a series has been going on for, I think, decades now. They actually have a manga for the character Dai, which is pretty cool. And if you look at the Viz Media site for it, they actually give you a free preview so you can read a little bit and see what you think about it. Just kind of nifty. Yeah, so um, for those who aren't, necessarily familiar with the um, video game Dragon Quest. Um, do you want oh, to explain? Right. For, because uh, not, not all the librarians listening is likely to be um, gamers um, and it's good to be able to, to talk about uh, to talk about those games with, yeah. with people who are interested in the comics. So this is I think a little bit of a prequel to the storyline in the game itself, but um, Dragon Quest is one that's kind of like Final Fantasy and other, you know, young hero must go save the day, protect others. And yeah, it's the game series is up to nine or ten or some number bigger than that uh, yeah, so, and it's, i it's... think the separate game the games have slightly separate storylines they aren't necessarily completely connected yeah. um so and it's rpg you know one of the turn-based rpg ones yeah mm-hmm. i am a lot of a final fantasy nerd but not as much for Dragon Quest. Hmm. Ah, we're up to at least 11 now. Okay, that's good to know. But yeah, uh, this one might be a good one to pick up for a library if there are um, teens and young adults and so forth that play the Dragon Quest series. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, and in the process of finding that one, I kind of fell down a rabbit hole because Viz Media has, you know, they're one of the big ones that does the English translations of things, and they have a release calendar. And 
it was kind of like a little kid in a candy store when I found that page because I found all of these things that, oh, I want to read that one and this one and this one and that one. And I kind of have lots of tabs open on my computer now of all of these series that are (laughs) coming out soon or that just debuted or that I didn't realize the manga was still going, even though the anime isn't. And it's a lot. (laughs) Yep. Yep. There's a, there's a lot there um, to be, uh, to be, getting into with with manga i think we're doing stuff um about i think we've had stuff uh not so long ago about um recent about uh good short or single volume mangas we shared a bit of that in previous months and i think we've got some stuff coming up about about um uh engaging with manga i think we're talking about something something to do with that at some point um but that might be that might be a way off still um, as for me, I'm really excited by something coming up on the 7th of May. So that's the first Saturday in May. Um, and that's Free Comic Book Day. Oh, right. Yes. Which is every year, first first Saturday in May, um, Free Comic Book Day. Uh, in, the, um, in the published version of the Roundup, we've got a link to the Store Finder. For for this, um, it's free www.freecomicbookday.com, um, and then um, you can you can follow the links. But if you look at our on the blog, the published version of the roundup will uh, will have the link directly to the international store finder. So you can put in your country and then the city that you're in, and you can find out if a local store to you is participating. They've got really good ones. Uh, and some, and as usual, really big name ones that are that are coming through. Um, so we've got um, uh, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer comic, Archie, Spider Man, uh, Doctor Who, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've got a um, Stranger Things comic. Um, we've got some some from Dave Pilkey. So that's Captain Underpants, Dogman, uh, Cat Kid Comic Club. I think it is. Um, so he's he's done those ones, and I think there's a few of all of those in in his offering. Um, there's some um, Avengers, some Avatar: The Last Airbender, um, uh, Disney um, characters involved, so like Donald Duck, um, some Pokemon, all sorts of of um, comics. Um, that are be that are involved with with free comic book day, so it's a great thing to to um, take a look at, get involved with, um, pop down to your to your local comic book store and, and see what they're doing. Um, it's a um, really really fun day. And if that wasn't enough free stuff for you, um, just going with that theme, um, Shonen Jump. If we go back to manga and Viz Media. Viz Media um, has um, preview chapters for free preview chapters for their Shonen Jump translations um, and on, on their website. So that's www.viz.com slash Shonen Jump. And you can take a look at the um, current free chapter for all sorts of um, 
manga, including some of the Dragon Ball titles, My Hero Academia titles. Um, I think there's a One Piece, One Punch Man. Um, so all of these really big names, you can you can take a look there, see if it's going to fit with with what you already have in your collection, see if it's going to complement that, um, see if there's something that you want to um, that you think your library might might want to collect. Um, it's and just you can... frustrating because the chapters that are there are like even for things that have only just premiered in the like physical book form, it's chapter twenty or thirty or something on here. Yeah, that's that that can be a bit frustrating, but um, ah. it's still a good a good thing to look at um, to get an idea of the if it's going to work for the library. Um, and and if they're very recent chapters for all of them. So you get an idea of how long it is going into it. Yeah. Um, like obviously still check other places, but you know, oh. so if you if you're not um, if you're not sure about about the length that you want to go with, you know, maybe stay away from the ones that have a latest chapter as one eighty five or something. True. Go to the ones that have a latest chapter of you know fourteen or or twenty or something like that. And I do feel better. I checked the page for one of them, and you can look at the most recent three and the first three. So you ah. can check at the very beginning instead of being stuck in yep. the middle of it. Ah, cool. So yeah, so you can you can have a look at uh, uh, yeah. So you can you can look at the the first three and the most recent three three for free, and then if you join the um, uh, viz. Um, you can you can read more online for um, for these. Yeah, and it looks like there's some things that are digital only that they don't yeah. necessarily have physical yeah. uh, versions available. Yeah, it might be yeah probably worth their while to um, or cost effective to translate, but not to do a print run at this stage. They want to see mm -hmm. if people are interested in the English version before they uh, jump into it. Yeah. Not an uncommon thing with, with translations like that. So True. Yeah. So, yeah, so lots of free stuff this, this month for you um, uh, to, to look at. Um, and if, if free stuff isn't enough for you, we've got some, some great recommendations too for, for new releases that um, these ones you have to pay for, unfortunately, but um, they're well worth uh, the cost. Uh, so I've found a few that, uh, that I thought look really interesting and I'll definitely be, be um, uh, taking a look at. So, the first is that I've got is the Ghost in You, which is the new one in the Reckless series um, from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Um, this was through Image Comics, and uh, you might recognise those names um, as having partnered up on the Fade Out, Pulp, uh, Velvet, Fatal. Um, criminal, um, and these are all, um, or quite a few of those are Eisner nominated or even Eisner winning um, Ooh, nice. comics. They're doing um, 
fantastic work with these collaborations. Um, and uh, so far, Reckless has been um, really, uh, really interesting. It's take on noir and um, full length. So each one's a full length. Each of the Reckless series is a full length story that stands on its own. Um, but they're um, kind of in the same style and the same world and stuff. So it'd be really interesting to, to see what Book 4 has in store. And the other one that I'm really interested in, uh, because I'm a bit of a um, nerd for adaptations, um, is uh, the Frank Fordham's um, take on Brave New World by um, Aldous Huxley, uh, which is through Vintage. Because um, Fordham is making something of a name for himself um, nice. as as a as an adapter. Um, he's already done uh, The Great Gatsby and To Kill a Mockingbird um, as graphic novels. So now Brave New World is um, is another really interesting interesting one, and it will be an interesting. Uh, interesting subject for, for a graphic novel. Um, and another case of something making me angry because it didn't exist when I was a high school student and those <laughs> were on my required reading list. I would fully encourage people to read both the, the novel and the graphic novel. I think it's a, a, an amazing story um, that is going to lend itself very well to, to a graphic treatment, um, the yeah. same as um, Gatsby and To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, I mm-hmm. think I think Frank is uh, choosing really interesting uh, and really appropriate to to the graphic medium um, titles to um, to adapt. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to to this one. Nice. So uh, carrying over with your idea of adaptations, one of the ones that I've been looking forward since I noticed it had been announced. Is uh, Girl on Fire, which is based on Alicia Keys' song, and the graphic novel adaptation of it is about a teenager that discovers she's got like magic powers she didn't know she had. And, oh my goodness, the art looks fantastic. And, yeah, want, want to read. So it's an um, adaptation of the song. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so who was this one by? Um, obviously written by Alicia Keys. Um, yeah. published so by Andrew Weiner helped oh. uh, get it into book formats. Brittany Williams did the illustrations yep. and, and it is coming out through Harper Alley. Okay, cool. Harper Alley. Mm-hmm. Sounds really interesting. Yeah. And it's not coming out this month. But it will be in a couple months, the second volume of Lore Olympus, which is uh, pretty exciting to me. Um, 
So Lore Olympus started out as a webtoon webcomic. And it's been going strong for a couple years now. And they put together uh, funding to actually make physical copies of it. And that first volume actually hit like bestseller lists in softcover and hardcover. So, yeah, there's a second volume that will hopefully be out in a few months. Fingers crossed. Well, that's that's fantastic. And so the first volume was nominated for some Eisners as a webcomic and then was it won the Harvey for um uh for digital book and I think for the people's choice um at uh, the People's Choice Awards, um, That's cool. when it was when it was published. So yeah, so yeah, Volume One done, has done extremely well, um, and uh, library stats tend have, from what I've seen, have tended to be holding holding that true in libraries as well. And uh, we've um, there might even be a TV series in. In, in production, talking, uh, maybe. Yeah. My goodness, cool. it's everywhere. <laughs> this yep. isn't a bad thing, but my goodness, it's everywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, big at the moment. Um, another one that's really good for um, for libraries to um, to get involved with. Um, so, and if we, with volume two coming out soon, like July or something, now would be a good time to put your to get, if you don't have it already, get volume one, get that new collection, get that circulating, and then um, get volume two when it comes out. So that's ready to go then. Um, be a really good time to um, to get those. There's a season two, like mid-series premiere is the most recent one as of yesterday. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it might have just come I'm a back. bit behind on it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I am definitely behind on it. <laughs> Yeah, but it looks like um, they have something like twenty-five or so of the webtoon episodes in the first volume of the print version, and we are up to a, almost two hundred. Okay. Episodes in the webtoon version of it, so there is the potential that it might keep on going for a while. Mm. Or at the very least, if you have, you know, the first volume in the library, you can mention it to the readers and they can go forth and smartphone slash computer their way through other episodes. Yep. Oh, and looking at this, it looks like uh, they've already got um, plans for volume three out in um, October as well. Nice. So, so it might yeah. kind of be following the kind of schedule that some of the manga do yeah makes sense it's when you've got mm -hmm. that um that much of that a amount backlog. built up yeah mm -hmm. it's interesting I, I it's the the time for it because i remember um uh Punderworld, which was the linda uh sedgic webcomic was mm -hmm. um produced was released uh as as a 
um, physical comic last year, about August oh, last cool. year, and that's about um, Persephone and Hades as well. Um, there was another uh, teen young adult novel, A Touch of Darkness, yeah. which is also Persephone and Hades, but modern day. So Punderworld isn't isn't modern day, but it's um, uh, really I, I like that one as well. Um, See, so lots of lots of stuff coming out for the for the full list. Uh, remember to check out our blog, um, which is aliagraphic.blogspot.com. We've also got our um, graphic book club, which focuses on a different topic each month. This month, the one that's just gone uh, was Australian titles, um, and. We also announced um, what the uh, themes for the second half of the year would be. So the one coming up is uh, was already announced, but the one coming up uh, next month is the uh, silent comics, oh, which right. is which is fun. Yep. Uh, the these are all comics with um, few or even no words. Um, the entire story is shown through the artwork, um, which is a really interesting, um, really interesting group of comics, um, and some some really interesting ones in there. Um, the Arrival by Sean Tan, so it's Australian. Um, we got Love the Mastiff, which is a French one, but it's set in Australia, um, oh, set in the outback. It follows follows a. Um, a farm dog, a mastiff, um, uh, who has been separated from his carer. The, the, he's, he's a pet and is making his way through the Australian outback um, to get home. Oh, my. And we've got one that's uh, Leaf by Daishu Ma. So it's a Chinese title. So, yeah, all of them. Um, so... Um, it's amazing how much of a complex and detailed story can be can be delivered that way. And then coming up in the second half of the year, we've got things like um, dystopias, um, censorship, horror comics, um, food comics, um, and so more. lots of, and more. Yeah, uh, lots of really interesting titles for for those. So thank you for listening. And thank you to Marissa for, for joining us to, to chat. Um, and we'll uh, see you next month. Bye. Happy reading. Thanks for listening to Alia Graphic Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Alia Graphic, email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com, for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.